the Sports Career Podcast, episode 217. How to treat athletes like human beings on and off the sports field. Sports Achiever and welcome to another episode of the Sports Career Podcast. I'm your host Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who can enhance your self-development with regards to pursuing a career in the sports industry, particularly if you have an interest in pursuing a career with elite athletes on and off the sports field. I really do hope that this episode can support you with regards to your sports career development, interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Mikhail Miodonsky. Mikhail is a life coach and helps elite athletes after a career in sport, particularly how they transition into their next career chapter. For that reason, it's such a pleasure to have Mikhail as a special guest on the show, and that's when today's episode, Mikhail will share his sports career journey and explain why it's so important to treat athletes like human beings when pursuing a career in the sports industry. Mikkel, it's great to have you on the show. Please you share to listeners your sports career journey. When did it all start? Uh, hi, Ed. It's uh, really a pleasure to be here with you and to be able to talk about uh, how it happened uh, that I am where I am right now and uh, to tell a bit more about how I help uh, athletes who actually ending up the sports career. Uh, for me, it all started in nursery. And that's a conversation that I personally know because my dad told me about the chat that we had one day when he walked me to the nursery. Uh, I said that after I finish my nursery, I want to go to school to learn how to be a professional athlete. And he explained to me then that the primary school don't really do that. And then uh, the colleges don't do this do this either but there is a sports university where i can go after i finish those schools and i'm going to learn there about how to be a professional athlete so i decided really quickly okay i'm going to do this and when he asked me about what sports i want to do i just answered right away all of them uh, so my sports career was never about one discipline. I couldn't choose one. I loved them all. Uh, and uh, that's why I needed to discover something else, something extra. And that thing happened when I was 11. I was walking uh, well in between the stands with books on the display when there was a big event in uh, my town and one of the books was the book about yoga i told my mom that i want to buy this book because i want to do those exercises and everything that it's in there she got me a book and that triggered my interest in philosophy 
and in mental side of sport. Simple connection, psychology, sports, and I became in the process life coach for athletes. That's that's basically my journey. Out of interest, how has uh, yoga influenced your career? Looking back now, when you bought that book, uh, the influence was huge uh, because it did show me that it's something else rather than physical body and physical performance. I didn't realize then how important is what you think, what you feel, and how it can influence uh, your results in sports or in whatever you are doing. So it was a life-changing book for me. And just with regards to, you said uh, you went to the that university because a lot of sports scientists, and I went to university and did a sports science degree. How has that supported you with regards to your career in the sports industry? Uh, that was something that gave me really great experience. I not just read about psychology, but I had a chance to be in the same group to learn about sport with professional athletes. Uh, I had uh, colleagues that uh, went to Olympics on different levels, uh, some of them as a junior, some of them as seniors. Uh, I had the pleasure to uh, well do my specialization in sport gymnastics with the girl who was uh, second in the world in acrobatics. And that showed me not just the theory, but practice. I've seen those athletes as a people, as a simple human beings like uh, me, who achieved a lot in sport, but have feelings, have their needs, have dreams, and uh, want to have a lot of things other than just, well, achieve great results in sport. Just with regards to your career development, out of interest with regards to working with these athletes, what career skill sets have supported you along the way? The most important uh, for me was uh, when I needed to decide what I'm going to do with my life. And I got interested in uh, life coaching then, NLP, that was a long time ago. NLP was uh, quite popular then, uh, definitely more than coaching. And uh, those skills, ability to listen and to address a specific subjects to person, knowing that we understand one another were very important. So the most important skill I would say in here is communication. Absolutely. And I have to say it's something that comes up quite a lot with regards to the uh, people I've interviewed on the show and including myself. Communication is vital in how we promote our message in person, online. And with regards to a point you mentioned earlier, because I think it's really important, um, how important is it to just treat athletes like human beings as much as they're on like a podium meaning they're in, like in, in our general society, they're always looked up to. But when it comes down to working with them, what have you learned the most working with uh, elite athletes on like an eye-level perspective? We can say that uh, every single one of us has the same needs. 
whether we rich or we poor, whether we good in something or doing a little bit of everything, whether we famous or not, uh, we all have the same needs and we need to meet them in order to be happy. I've met uh, well wide range of people well financially and uh, in really difficult situations. I was uh, working at the beginning of my career as a volunteer with uh, less fortunate people. All those experiences showed me that deep inside we are the same. And uh, we shouldn't treat people who are uh, famous for whatever reason it is as someone different because they simply have a need of connection with others. And uh, this connection is something more important than fame for them. So guys, if you ever meet someone who is famous, uh, if you need a star athlete uh, somewhere and you're really happy, just remember they are human beings like you and uh, the fact that they achieved something, it only tells you that you have a lot to learn from this person in that field. But everywhere else, you're just the same and just be normal, be, be yourself because that's what they want. They want to show themselves, but they want you to be yourself as well. Yeah, that's a really important point, and thank you for sharing that. Out of interest with the athletes you work with, with regards to supporting them off the fit, uh, pitch or off the court, uh, what challenges have you seen with regards to athletes thinking about their next step after their career in professional sport? Uh, yes, that is that is a very good question because uh, we all think that if you have career, if you make money, uh, there is uh, nothing you need to do in order to maintain the lifestyle. Uh, well, actually, there are two issues in here. Uh, first one is uh, purely financial. Uh, money just run out. We spend them. If we don't make them, we stay without it. So we need to do something. We need to get interested in some sort of business. Uh, otherwise, uh, like in old days, we're going to have uh, athletes who achieved a lot. And then in the 40s, 50s, they work in a factory because they need money to survive. Uh, so the first issue is financial. But the second issue is that uh, for big part of their life, they were doing something that they really love. And they have full support around it. They have a physiotherapist, they had coaches, they have a PR experts. Uh, they had everyone supporting them on the way to achieve what they are achieving. And that's great. That's fantastic cooperation because, well, all, everyone who's got a business, who's a business owner uh, right now knows that you cannot do everything. You need to delegate and you need different experts in different fields. And athletes 
the same. They need different experts in different fields. But when it all ends, those people usually uh, have have nothing to advise them anymore. And they need to firstly discover something that they're going to love as much as they loved sports. And second, they need to learn how to do it well. So that's, I would say, from my point of view, is the biggest issue. They don't know what they really love, what else they could do with life, and they don't know how. But those guys, they're so eager to learn that working with them is just amazing. It's it's hard to describe how fast they can change life around and uh, be really fulfilled. Just getting back to your career now, out of interest, what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career journey looking back? Oh, the most? Uh, <laughs> it's a good question and it's a surprising question, but I think the most uh, beneficial for me the most uh, well the thing that just gave me butterflies was uh, when i was growing growth was my leading need back then and then when i was able to learn something new to master new skill that was something that uh, was giving me personally uh, a thrill uh, right now it's it's definitely contribution when i see other people mastering something uh, that's the moment when i feel really that i'm doing something right something good and i'm contributing to this world to making it a better place that's an awesome perspective and something i'm trying to live by as well always trying to give back the best i can and contribute into this global society look i've really enjoyed this conversation michael and i feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where i like to finish with an inspirational question what advice would you give to people who are discovering their sports career passion? Uh, oh, that's that's very good. And that's uh, there is something that I would really like to say. Uh, enjoy every moment and be present in every moment. Uh, I explain what I mean by that. Uh, well, personally, I'm homeschooling that. And uh, my son didn't go to school. I'm teaching him at home. And let's say we go out to the garden and we play rugby. That very moment, I'm not that anymore. I'm not life coach anymore. I'm not husband anymore. That very moment, I'm just his uh, teammate. We are playing there and I'm 100% there with him. And I'm as well as he is a rugby player nothing else guys if you really want to be fulfilled you you can think ahead of course you should you should plan you should uh, understand what's going to happen and what's coming next but when you do something be there don't think about what you need to do at home and what's going to happen in the future or what happened in the past when you do something be there 100 percent and live the moment and if you live like that moment after moment you will be fulfilled whatever you do wow thank you so much for sharing i think 
sometimes I forget that, to be honest, with regards to being in the present when there's so much going on. Uh, but what you've just said is so important to get down to the fundamentals of what we're currently doing and putting 100% of our focus and loving what we do. Michael, out of interest, how can people interact with you online? Uh, well, the best uh, way to get in touch with me is LinkedIn. And because I'm in the process of changes uh, right now, uh, I'm working on the website. I'm preparing my social media to be connected with, with the new website. Uh, and that's uh, very easy because it's uh, michalmiodonski.com. So it's my name and the website will be as well advertised on LinkedIn. Uh, but as for now, LinkedIn is the best way to get in touch with me. That is great to all the listeners listening in. That LinkedIn link will be on my website relating to this blog post. Michael, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me, Ed. What a really interesting chat with Mikel and getting straight to it with regards to the podcast topic without a doubt from my experience as well. Treating athletes as just human beings is so important. Sometimes we forget this when we're in the moment of when we pursue a career in the sports industry and you connect with an athlete you watched when you are younger or was a role model to you and then you have the opportunity to work with them and chat with them. You know, sometimes they can see that. And if you try and just be yourself, respect what they've done in their sport, I promise you things get more enjoyable because you are looking at that athlete in a way where they're normal. So I really do hope you took that point on board. What Michael said is, you know, there are periods when an athlete is figuring out their next step after their career and they're struggling, to be really honest. Like majority of athletes have this period through my podcast show when I've interviewed athletes or when I read up, there's always a period when they struggle. And if you can have that empathy with athletes in the long run in working in the sports industry, whatever sector of the sports industry you work in, I guarantee you, you'll connect with athletes at some point. Have that empathy with them because when you treat them with that sort of respect as a human being, one, the conversation grows in the work you're doing with them, but also they respect you really quickly. Um, they can tell when you're excited and it they you treat them like you know, an athlete where you're looking for that autograph feel. Do you know what I'm sort of saying? Um, but to pursue a career when you're on the same eye level with that human being, that's where the trust really grows and develops. But from a sports career development perspective, and it relates to Michael's tip of pursuing a career and helping people find their passion, I think he highlighted such an important point, which gets me thinking to my own self-development in is uh, working in the present moment. Uh, at times, particularly myself, relating to my experience, we can have so much going on. Uh, we have so many jobs we've got to do uh, with regards to our work, with regards to our lifestyle, with regards to health, and we end up not having that good fine-tuned focus. So really focusing on the present moment is crucial, which probably relates to Michael's experience of his real enthusiasm to yoga because that's what yoga does it connects the body and mind in practice um something i want to do more by the way with regards to yoga and meditation but really take that point on board and really at times when you're stressing out 
go back to the present moment, realign your focus, and then get back to the task at hand. But that note, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I'll really be grateful if you could like the show, leave a rating, and if possible, leave a review. That would be amazing. But now, get into that present moment, what you're currently doing, and put your career ambition into practice today and make it happen. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I'd like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Mikhail said, when you do something, be there 100% in the present moment. When you live in the moment, you'll be more fulfilled than what you do every day.